story. Alright, welcome back to another episode of Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. And I'm Karen. Today we're doing Jupiter's Legacy. The new superhero show on Netflix. Yeah. What'd you think? Based on the comic. Uh, Mark Millar, Frank Quitely comic of the same name. Same name. Image mm-hmm. Comics. You read you read it. Yeah, but it was one of those things that like it came out very sporadically. Like, because they're, like, some of the biggest in the comic book world. They just did it on their downtime. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, I mean, at this point, Mark Millar had, like, transitioned. It was, like, one of those things where it was, like, kind of a big deal that, like, he switched from, like, the big two to, like, indie comics. Mm. And this was, like, one of his big ones where he was doing, like, indie comics. And Mark Millar, of course, is the guy who did Kick-Ass. He wrote the comic for Kick-Ass, Jupiter's Legacy. So a lot of his shit has been adapted. But what did you think of this? It was entertaining enough but it, it, i think the thing we we're talking about is that it's cheap looking yeah right that it's just it just feels like it doesn't have much budget <laughs> yeah the costumes don't feel great like they but feel like, maybe a little like on purpose i mean i really don't it know it feels like doctor who yeah like, like i don't know cheapness. anything about the show or i mean the the story really but yeah. like maybe that's like the point i don't know like cuz like those fight scenes didn't look good I think. They were, like, clunky and, like... It looked like Sky High. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it looked like you're supposed to care more about the concept than, like, the fighting. It looked like old school, like... I don't know if you ever saw or heard of it, but uh, Marvel was going to lose the rights to Fantastic Four and, like, some other comics. So, they just put out, like, super cheaply made, like, movies. Like, before this was before, mm-hmm. like, the Fox Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. And they looked awful. Mm-hmm. Because, like... You know, it's like they're trying to recreate the look of the comics and a little too closely sometimes. So, like, a lot of that, like, fucking uh, campy shit just doesn't bleed or doesn't translate well to the screen. Yeah. And this one... So, I, I think the reason why I'm interested in this is because I... Well, I read it, obviously, but, like, I think it gets to a point where, like, okay, this is, like, the... I guess it's a version. You know, like... So, I think as... In, in its concept, it's, it's interesting because it's about this, like, generational superhero thing. Kind mm-hmm. I mean, Invincible's doing similar mm-hmm. stuff, mm-hmm. Um, except Invincible feels more personal. It's interesting they're coming out now at the same, like, all at the same time. Yeah, I mean, it feels it also, like they're all responses. I saw somebody, like, talk about, compare this to The Boys, which is interesting because The Boys feels like it does have a budget. But the interesting thing about The Boys is the, the fight's are kind of absent. Like, they don't really focus much on the fights. Yeah. And we, we, what did we see? We saw, like, Wisecrack or the take talk about how, like, they're purposely not, like, glamorizing, you know, like, the superhero stuff. Like, yeah. it's not showing it as, like, this cool action sequence. It's just, like, these are very strong people who can kill people with a punch. Mm-hmm. They're menacing, but, like, the action sequences, like, it doesn't feel like it's, like, super big budget. Yeah. I guess. Like, well, the boys. The boys, yeah, yeah, right. The boys still feels like it has a budget, though. Like, it has more, mm, like, choreographed fight scenes, right? The boys? The boys. I, no, I just don't think that they, they're, I think that the the thesis of the show is to, like, completely subvert all of superheroes. Like, mm. there's no slickness to the fights. Like, 
they're kind of unglamorous, mm-hmm. you know? Okay, yeah. And this one, I think it strikes the balance where, like, it's trying to do the subversion of the superhero genre because it's, like... So, we follow, like, this family who is, like, a Superman figure. Like, like literally, like, a Christ figure. Because this motherfucker looks like Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's, like, very indoctrinated. And, like, we see him as his son starts to, like, you know, be a superhero and then we see this like battle go down where the son ends up killing someone. Yeah. And that's, that's the gist of the first episode. But, you know, I I think it's interesting. I'll keep saying that, but I think it's (laughs) the interesting thing about this is that like, it engages with the idea of Superman. Mm -hmm. It directly, it accepts that Superman is a reality and people who have power like there's goodness in this world, you know, mm-hmm, like it's not mm-hmm. they don't they don't like set it out like this is terrible and like all the superheroes are pieces of shit. You know, yeah. like there's it starts off with like there's goodness. Yeah. And there's a code to right. I mean, they keep talking about the code that like they're like these commandments that yeah. they live by. Yeah. From what you told yeah, yeah, yeah. Utopian. Utop- the Utopian. The Utopian. Something like that. That's like the soup. That's a Superman. That's stand-in. a Superman figure. And then there's like a Justice League, and like it also reminds me of Watchmen in the way that they explore like generational superheroes. Because mm-hmm. like there's the Minutemen in, in Watchmen, and then there's like the Watchmen who eventually come out in the eighties. And this one's like it's following them in the thirties as like potentially get their powers or like already have their powers. And then like we see them now in the present. Yeah. Where they like, live forever. Yeah. Or they live a really long time. <clears throat> yeah. And now they have, like, a new... Gen- like, their children, their offspring. <laughs> yeah. I guess the conversation I'm interested in having about the show. Do superheroes need big budgets now? Like, WandaVision was a pretty straight-up show. Mm-hmm. I think for most of, like, the first two episodes before you find out what the premise is, really, you don't need that big a budget. Like, you can tell these stories without a big budget. And I think this story is cool. Like, I actually think that the, the story behind Jupiter's Legacy is cool because, like... Once you find out what the subversion is, you're like, oh, okay, this is, like, a different take. But you can get away with a lot in a comic because you don't have to, like, really show the fluidity. Yeah. And if you don't have that backing, like, some of that shit just doesn't look cool. Yeah. I think that's why, like, Invincible works so well because it was animated. Right. I agree. Um, and I feel like this feels like it, it probably would have been better animated. Yeah. Which sucks because, like... You would think that Netflix would put a lot of money behind, like, the dude who, like, has created so many, like, very profitable kind of, like, indie superhero stuff. You know? Like, mm-hmm. Kick-Ass was, was, like, a unexpected success. Yeah. Kingsman, another one. Another unexpected success. Like, you would think that they would give this fool a little more budget. But I guess it didn't work out that way. Yeah. Also, Wanted. He did Wanted. Oh, that's all him? That's I, all him. I he really he wrote know. Civil War. Mm. So he came up with the whole concept. I mean, you've told me this before, but it's just like... But like, I'm, what I'm saying is he's like one of those, like, the equivalents of like the rock stars in comics. Mm-hmm. Like the, like at some point, comic book fans were like talking shit about this fool because like he only wrote shit that was going to become movies, like mm-hmm. on purpose, like mm-hmm. very much like the comic to movie pipeline kind of shit. Yeah. Um, so it is interesting to see this. I think this is probably one of the first of that I've seen of his, like the ad- adaptations that doesn't have the budget and looks a little strange. Cause out of all the other shit we just talked about, Watchmen, I mean, excuse me, Wanted, Kingsman, 
kick-ass. They all looked good. Mm-hmm. It looked very good. Mm-hmm. Maybe that was because they were Matthew Vaughn, who, like, you know, was really coming out as, like, a blockbuster guy. Because then he did, like, First Class after. And then he went back to Kingsman. But, yeah, just something about this. I think you just need a little bit more of a budget to accomplish. Yeah, it's this, just the world to, like, didn't it feel... Good. Like, it felt plastic. Yeah. Uh, their wigs. Like, his wig... The wig is bad. Yeah. The, like, it's just a really bad wig. And I'm like, he's a Superman. Why is his wig so bad? Like, yeah. his white wig? I feel I, I feel also bad the- judging it on how it looks. Because I think the, the storyline is pretty interesting. I, yeah. I like the idea that, like, they were a family of, like, like steel magnates or whatever before yeah. the stock market crash. And, like, I guess, I mean, we don't know, but I can only speculate that, like, that led to their powers somehow, right? Yeah. And I think, like, the family bonds and, like, you know, a father's philosophy and, like, the legacy, the legacy that, like, he's like his son has to carry with him i think is really interesting and like the fact that sometimes a code of ethics is not like viable it's not viable when like everybody's gonna die yeah which i'm yeah like i think there it has good bones like there's good concepts and like there's enough to like really flesh out a story but it's just those there's such sore spots when like you see like them like fighting and like throwing each other around and it just looks kind of like awkward mm-hmm. I, I think that's what it is it's just like the movements and like everybody looks awkward and you know they comment a little bit on like kind of the like the strangeness of like his tights but you know that's not enough to like not make <laughs> it weird looking you know yeah i guess it's also it's interesting to the idea of like the main characters are re- or like the main dude is religious yeah and that's pretty interesting because, like, for him, it feels like his powers were a divine, like, God's, you know, plan for him. Yeah. Or whatever. And, like, that's his worldview. And, like, that is, like, he's really, truly a Christ figure. Yeah. And I think that's how he views himself, kind of. Yeah. He feels that he has a responsibility. Yeah. Like and it's, he even says it. He even says the, <laughs> with great power, quote. Yeah. And I think usually, you know, like, that great power quote it's it's more about like a philosophy yeah and it's like your your humanity yeah whereas like his philo- like yes it's a philosophy but it's more of like a religious philosophy yeah and i think that's really interesting it's also like i mean it's it's very tied to like like prosperity gospel mm-hmm. like very rockefeller kind of yeah, shit yeah like i feel like it also feels like an randian like yeah. ain randian but like also kind of well I think the show is about that, without saying too much. Or I think the comic is about that. And, ra- like, yeah. and Randy. I mean, I think we, we've gotten to see a little bit of that with the brother, right? Yeah. Where he's well, kind of yeah. like, yeah. I mean, it reminds me of that. Like, the fact that they're, like, steel, steel people. That's, like, the, the, the premise of like Atlas, Atlas Shrugged. Shrugged. And I'm like, this feels like Atlas Shrugged. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. But, like, I, I agree. I think that there is very much. But I, I think that it's interesting that, like... In a show that's about subverting, or maybe maybe I shouldn't say subverting, but like a show that's it's having a conversation with superhero media, uh, and this one, I think accepts parts of it. Like it's not a total indictment of the whole genre or like the whole, you know, like just superheroes in general. 
so I think that this one's interesting that like in the world they've accepted that like yeah people who have power should you know contribute and like mm-hmm. should help and like should protect the weak which is very like prosperity gospel shit um and then the brother obviously presents like the competing like the Ayn Randy and like might is right kind of like philosophies but it's also not like I mean maybe it's not prosperity gospel necessarily because like it seems that like utopian wants them to stay humble yeah and wants them to be like you're a servant of god essentially you're a servant to the people right but i meant more like like true prosperity gospel because he actually helps people like Like a divine right yeah but also just like he's just like a classic hero Mm -hmm. like he's a classic like christ figure like very sacrificial very like we have to do something with our gifts mm-hmm, kind of shit. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I am interested to see where it plays out. But the first episode just kind of deals with those ideas, which is why I'm saying, like, yeah, the show has some good ideas. I just think that, like, they just needed that, like, extra little, like, little infusion of cash to yeah. just, like, take it there. I, I think I do think that, you know, maybe it's not. Which is kind of fucked up on Netflix's part. Yeah, they definitely have money. Why? Why? Yeah. Because, like, you, in order to make it, like, truly stand out, you only need, like, just a few action sequences. A few more millions. You know, like, a a few more millions. Yeah, just like they're all, at least for the first episode, when they're having, like, the big fight, where, like, it's, you know, like, that's where the episode ends. Yeah. Like, that is a really huge moment. Like, why not? Sells the pilot. Yeah. Like, why not put money in that if that's, like, a big moment? Yeah. Um, I mean, to me, it just suggests that they don't really. They didn't really want to, like, I don't even think the marketing was really that behind the show. Like, I think that's the same of Lock and Key. Like, Lock and Key was a little, like, way more (laughs) low-key. And, but it looked good. Like, you watched, like, those scenes where, like, they do some of the, like, the magic. I think the filmmaking was really good. Right. Like, it wasn't even just about, like, the bigger budget. It was just, like, it seemed like the the direction. Yeah. Had a vision. What did you think of Josh Dumel as the main character? I think it makes a lot of sense that he's that character. Right. It's it's I mean, it means, I, I, I think didn't, all the actors are good. Yeah, I didn't I didn't like dislike. I thought the brother was good too. Like mm-hmm. I think the brother is like probably like my favorite part of the show. Cuz he's so sinister. Yeah, he's you so know sinister. like he seems like benevolent, but yeah. you know deep down like there's something like hidden. He's got like a little finger slash uh varies kind of sinisterness to he, him. like he just needs a little curled up mustache yeah he has a mustache he just needs to curl it a little bit yeah okay so let's talk a little bit about like the idea or so in comparison to its contemporaries i think that each one kind of has this uh this narrative where they play with the idea of uh superheroes as a commodity or superheroes as a as mm-hmm. a like celebrities mm-hmm. um so the sister in this is kind of like the the one who's not concerned with the idea of superheroes. She does she's not interested in it. Like as I mentioned, she like makes fun of them for wearing their their like tights and like kind of doesn't take her dad seriously mm-hmm. at like dinner. Mm-hmm. She's a black sheep of the family. Yeah, so I like I think that because of the boys' success, people are going to attribute it to that and like say like this is trying to copy that, but this is not like a new thing, you know, like this is not like the first time. Like Watchmen is one of the most successful comic books of and like just books of all time. It's condemning or not condemning, but like you know, it's it's 
critical of yeah. the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. And I think that this is the same. Like, I think that the, like, this one just didn't have the support it needed to get there. But I think that those ideas, like, the, the idea of, like, generational kind of, like, almost like oligopolies, mm-hmm. like, they introduced them as, like, these steel magnates. But they also, like, they traded steel for power. Like, mm-hmm. They just have power now. Yeah. Um, that's the family business now. Right. And I think that that's, that's an interesting concept as well. But what do you, what do you think about like superheroes as a commodity or as celebrities in like recent media? And how does this compare? I mean, I think the boys in this world can be the same world. Yeah. Very easily. Because like the boys also examine like even like religiosity and like superheroes being like religious people and, you know, like, it, it, there's, like, different mar- ways of marketing yeah. a superhero. And I think they both fit in in the same world. Yeah. I think that this one doesn't have the humor of the boys. Which yeah. is kind of an... In- I, I think that's also part of the reason why it can be rough sometimes. I just... I feel like it feels more like a family drama. Right. Like, where... And, I mean, it is. It's focused around a family and, like, the world that they've built as superheroes. And... The boys didn't really have that. Like, it's just, like, one-off. If anything, like, it was about orphans. Yeah. Uh, and, like, a lack of philosophical and, like, ethical background. I, I mean, I truly think raised. that The Boys is about, like, people who are wronged by superheroes. Like, that's how you get introduced to it. And then you find a group of people who, like, have it out for superheroes. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, for the each different reasons i think that the comic does like sells that point a little more so i also think that because invincible is well one you already mentioned because it's animated and one of the things i said about invincible when we did that pod is that like it's in conversation with superheroes and i think this one is the same like i don't think this one is like i don't think this one dislikes superheroes because i think it leans into the campiness it leans into like the traditional superhero camp stuff like some of these supervillains, to the detriment of how the show looks, look dumb. Like, the main superhero guy look like Brainiac. Like, old school Brainiac shit. Like, you know, like, they, they, there's a kind of love for the superhero genre in this. Except, like, it starts to divert in the same way that Invincible did. Mm-hmm. But the difference is that, like, some of that stuff translates better in animation. Because you don't really have to see what like this looks like in reality you don't have to see what it looks like uh live action or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and i think that that sucks because like when i was reading the comic i had no problem with like how they looked i actually thought that they were interesting like it was like pastiche mm-hmm. to the superhero genre like the golden age superhero genre which is should be mentioned because like they're talking about like old school superheroes like happy-go-lucky you know like they even went to the 30s Watchmen also does like some pastiche. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Right. I, that's, I but mean, that one, did... that one, that one separates it. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a, there's a big, there's a reason why like X Men One didn't come out with like yellow and blue costumes because they look fucking dumb. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and there's a reason why a lot of that shit had to be translated for the screen. So it's it's nice to see things that like are in conversation with superheroes and have a real love for them and like there's a there's an homage or maybe like a pastiche to it. That is is more looking at like the older like superhero stuff, mm-hmm. but I I think that like in order to accomplish that you still have to make it look good. Yeah, and 
yeah, I just think that that's it's just that's the biggest cheap. yeah that's the biggest drawback of this for me. And, and yeah, like and the reason why those those comics were so beloved too is because like you need those colors to like draw you in. You need like you need them to pop on the paper. But yeah. when you're doing it on like live action, it just those colors look cheap and synthetic. Yeah. Um it and, really did look like sky high. Yeah, like it just looks like this like idealized world and you know maybe maybe that's what they're doing. They're doing it on purpose because I I do think that the show's trying to tackle with like the large like the larger like ethical considerations that you have as a as a superhero. Yeah, I agree. So, like maybe it's supposed to look cheap because like superheroes don't look as cool as they they think they look. Yeah. I wish they would have like at least if they were gonna do that, like, cause I, I'm gonna keep watching it, cause I'm interested, but they should have, like, at least made it known that, like, this isn't what the show is gonna be about. And I think that the final moment is supposed to be that. Mm-hmm. Where, like, it's not supposed to, like, look good necessarily, but, like, just cause it's not supposed to look good doesn't mean that, like, it's not distracting. But, know? like, and I don't know if that's what they're going for. I mean, it's one thing. I think I'm I'm trying to give them too much credit, though, like by saying that, yeah. like if that's what they were going for, because like it's one thing for their outfits to look bad, right? Like mm-hmm. it's it's or the fight sequences to look bad, but like I cannot get over the wigs. The wigs on everybody are just bad. Yeah, like Josh Pretty. Duhamel's the wife's the the daughter's wig was bad. Like she looked like plastic. Yeah. It's it, it it does kind of have like I mean I mentioned that like straight to DVD Marvel thing but it does kind of have that I don't know if this pilot was supposed to get up kind of like get picked up kind of quality you know what I mean yeah yeah like, like it almost feels like the demo like like let's just put it together and like let's yeah, see what they say like the like the pre pilot like the old school Game of Thrones pilot with like all the or maybe I mean maybe it's like COVID effects like when mm. was the shot I don't know like yeah I mean, maybe we're just we're thinking about it too much yeah but i i don't know it's just a shame has the money it's a shame i think that's what we're we're commiserating about like it could have looked so much better i could have had it could have had a much larger audience if it looked better yeah if it was built better yeah if they made it look like kick-ass because i feel like kick-ass had that like kind of grimy grimy um dark uh cheap like the costumes were cheap like all even the villains were cheap but they looked it felt real. It yeah. felt like, yes, like it makes sense that the those heroes, I mean, the, the villains would choose those things as their costumes. Yeah. Like they were very, they look like um, wrestlers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, uh, like Lucha Libre almost. Yeah. And like that works in, in, in wrestling. So like, why, why does it look so bad here? Yeah. And that's so upsetting. I want to watch it. I want to see the story unfold. I wonder if, like, it would have been on Amazon, would they have gotten that support that they needed? Because a lot of this shit just felt, like, super green screen. Not that the boys isn't, but, like, I also think that, like, it takes itself a little too seriously. And that's kind of to its own detriment. Like, as you said, it's, like, kind of, uh, like, melodramatic family Mm -hmm. drama. But, like, the stuff that's interesting is, like, these concepts of, like, good and evil and, like, these gray areas where, like, yeah, dad, that's cool that you want to, like, defend this person, but people are dying. Like, I'm not going to, f- I don't mm-hmm. care about you, what you want. And I think that that's what we'll start to see where, like, the kid s- diverges from, like, 
the generational beliefs that his dad set out for him. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about like the. I guess we can finish with this. So in the big fight, something happens where like it raises like the moral quandary of like a superhero. Um, basically, like there's a big bad who was captured and then he escapes. It's kind of like the ending of uh, Man of Steel. Yes. No. Kinda like Zod ex- Zod, escaping. Yeah. Or like yeah. the fact that like Superman kills Zod. Uh, yeah, I guess. Except it's not, like, there's no consideration. You know, like, he just kills him, that's it. (laughs) Like, there's resolution after he kills him. Like, the conflict is that he killed him in in this. Mm -hmm. It's, like, more of a search party kind of situation. Mm. But, like, what I'm saying, in, in Man of Steel, like, it's not like people were like, how dare you, Superman? How dare you kill that guy who just destroyed all these, like, buildings, you know? Here, it's like... Superman being like, why would you... Like, if... Okay, so there's this long thing in superheroes where Batman doesn't kill, right? And, like, I think that that's a lot lot of the reason why people didn't like Batman v Superman, even though he technically didn't kill, but, like, he was very, like, aggressive. But, like, after the the big fight that they have, the son of Utopian, he basically, like, pulls himself up and, like musters all his strength and kills this guy (laughs) and his dad is like devastated he's like super angry Mm -hmm. saying like why would you do that that's the easy way out you took the easy way out right and i think that that's like one of the best concepts of the show like i think that that's that's i think they could have found a better way to display that Mm -hmm. because i don't really even think like all right if you're not going to be able to have the budget to uh, like accomplish it visually to like make it look good all you have to do is just show big moments and let it end where it ends. Like, you, you know, that the, like, the thing you want to show. Like, if you're going to show these fights and they're not going to look good, just show us the ending. Like, just show mm-hmm. us what happens. Like, have them black out or something. <laughs> you don't need to, like, yeah. show all this fight if it's, like, just going to be There are different bad. ways of, like, communicating. Like a montage or something, you know? Or a flashback. Or, like... Or, like, him getting knocked out, waking up, and then doing... You know, like, you yeah. could have avoided a lot of this shit. But what did you think of that, like, that idea that, like, he's, like, you took the easy way out, like, that concept? I think it's pretty interesting, because it's also, like, his failings as a father, I think. I think yeah. a lot of the episode was, like, him trying to be a good dad, not being the best dad, because he was, like, also everybody else's dad. Yeah. You just see the frustration of his of his son. He's obviously trying to do his best. He's trying to prove himself also to his yeah, dad. Yeah, and it's just like that's a traumatizing moment. Like yeah. the fact that he killed somebody, and like that—that's what he felt was the best thing that he could do at the time. And instead of saying like, "Are you okay? You just took a life," he was like, "How dare you do that?" Yeah. Also, like they they had built this relationship in the first episode where like the dad is just kind of saying like you could have done better. Like, he's just yeah. kind of like, he's being a dad, you know, like n- no real, uh, positive affirmation or anything like yeah. that. I, but like, on, like it was, a, it was a traumatic moment. I, I don't feel like, like he saw his friends die Yeah, and like people died and pe- a lot more people were going to die. I feel like it was an act of self-defense. What do you think? Do you think like, yeah, no, no, no. Well, that's, that's what, this is where I want to get to. Like, yeah, as the audience, like, it's not like we, are conflicted that he killed him, really, really. You know, like, I, I wasn't conflicted watching him kill him because I'm like, this guy's evil and he just killed, like, a bunch of people. 
and I also think that because I, I like I, I've read the comics, but I wanted to see what tone they were gonna set, mm-hmm. and like I didn't know what the world was yet, and I think that at like the final moment of the episode, that, that's where it ends, right? Yeah, like it, that sets the tone for the world. So I I think that that kind of like brought it back. Like I thought that that was like a good like, you know, I was like, oh okay, now we're cooking. Like this is like some something interesting. Like it was like a hook back in, but you know, I, I at that point you were kind of working off of like traditional classic superhero uh, superhero like laws, I guess, or mm-hmm. like laws of the world. Mm-hmm. I think Invincible does the same thing, where like it. It thinks it presents this to you as this is it, and then it's just like, just like nope, that's mm-hmm. not that's not it's not what you thought. And I, I mean, I think this one did it in a similar way, except like, it was a little more personal. Like it was just like this kid who like he thought he had he had accomplished it, but <laughs> in actuality, he just killed this person, and like his dad was not proud of him yeah, at all. The opposite. Yeah, that's kind of all I have to say. I don't know. Will you keep watching? Yeah, I will keep watching. I mean, we're going to watch it together, probably. Yeah. All right, what would you rate it? I would rate it a three. Okay. I think I'm being generous. Yeah, I'd rate it a three, too. It's not bad. Like, maybe like a three, two, three point two. It's, like, not bad. I think the fact that they, they included that last scene, like, I'm interested. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't think... I think that, like... We're living in in a great time where, like, we get to see all these, like, cool indie comics that were coming out a few years ago mm-hmm. being adapted. It just makes me sad that, like, this one didn't get the support that it needed. <laughs> it's just it really, like, such a bummer. You think it'll get picked up for season two? I don't know. I don't even know. How, how long is a comic? Maybe, like, 15 issues so far, which isn't much. Hmm. I, I, yeah, I agree. I don't think it's going to... I don't think, I it's, think it's. I think it's the gonna season, get and, and it's done. Unless, like, unless it's like a really good season, and like the first episode didn't give any glimpse of that. I, th- I think people are just gonna be turned off by how it looks. Yeah, no, I don't. I feel like nobody's talking about it. I I've feel seen like I've, not a single I've soul. I've seen nothing, and that's really upsetting. Because I mean, nobody had anything. Like nobody knew anything about Invincible, really. And then like the first. A few episodes came out and like we saw people react yeah. to it. Like I, I think, I mean, it feels like Black Twitter had a big part of Invincible. Like people love that show. Mm. I think it's because like it took it there, you know. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. Jupiter's Jupiter's Legacy was number one on Netflix, but you know, those are like skewed metrics. It's <laughs> not really. A, a good litmus test for anything yeah i mean they could just be trying to promote it <laughs> they themselves. Could just, yeah. like oh this is number one didn't just, you know it's just a number <laughs> like number one out of like that day you know like yeah. what the fuck does that even mean um yeah i mean that that's kind of all i have to say yeah i'm just like disappointed with the first episode because i feel like i'm i'm here for the story i want to know more i want to know about this family I want them to go deeper. <laughs> yeah. Go deeper, guys. I'm also shooting for... I'm shooting. Rooting? <laughs> rooting for Josh Duhamel. Shooting and going deeper. And go, yeah. Huh. You're rooting for Josh Duhamel? Mm. <sighs> that makeup looked bad, too. It's like, he so did not bad. look... Why didn't I just cast an old person? Yeah. The only one that looked okay was the brother. Yeah. He looked okay as, like, old and as a younger dude. Yeah. I mean, ch- check it out if you're interested. <laughs> but, like... I, I don't know. I, like I don't. I don't know if I can recommend this to people. I think 
you would probably recommend read the comics and don't yeah, watch the show. Yeah, but like, who reads comics? You know, like only fucking nerds like me. And I read this years ago. You're not. Yeah, you didn't even read it. I haven't even you kept haven't, up. Like, yeah, I read like yeah. the first maybe like six issues, maybe mm-hmm. eight issues. I don't know. All right, guys. Peace. Rate us. Bye. Go deeper. Bye.